When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Uh, we're partnered with BetMGM. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There are a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure to use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Claimer 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. All right, Arizona fans, we needed some good news. We got some good news right here. Carter Bryant, top five player in the nation, has committed to the University of Arizona. And there is a lot to get to on this show right here. But first, um, let's see here. Uh, sorry about that, Jacob. All right, we've got a lot to get to here. We're going to get your comments hot and heavy. Jacob's going to be running those. So uh, appreciate that one on that end. But all right, what does this mean? Who is Carter Bryant right here? He Carter Bryant is the Carter Bryant is the guy who Tommy Lloyd has prioritized from day one. If there was a mega recruit for the University of Arizona, it would have been Tommy Lloyd. The one or Tommy Lloyd. It would have been Carter Bryant. Now, when Tommy Lloyd took over, he said that um, he wanted to get guys that fit his system, that could spread the court, that could play basketball in the kind of manner in which uh, uh, he saw fit. This is that dude right here. This is that guy. And all right, now you might say, well, what can he really do out there? What makes him so special? There isn't a weakness in his game, and that's what is so remarkable. Um, uh, Jacob, if you could pull up the highlights that we have from last year, that would be great, just to give everybody a little bit of a refresher, and it is just me tonight, everyone. But here's Carter Bryant right here. And you can tell we saw this was from last year. You just watch how he moves. Watch watch the in and out right here. Watch how he can get to his spot on the court. He looks a lot, again, I'm going to keep using this uh, co uh, commentary. He looks a lot like Jason Tatum. 
in that he can get to the mid range. He can get to, uh, he can shoot the three and he can handle the ball. When you look at this, uh, this new wave of college basketball, when you look at this new wave of how the NBA is going, this is the dude right here. This is the kind of players that it's built on. And on top of that, also, this alleviates, I think, a lot of concerns. I think a lot of people are wondering, you know, well, you know, yeah, we know that Tommy can coach. And yes, Matt Rain, we do deserve this. Yes, we know that Tommy can, uh, Tommy Lloyd can coach. 66 and 11 uh, bears all of that out right here. But what else can he do? And he can recruit domestically. Now, again, we'll talk about the portal, but the portal is for another day. We're going to talk about what um, – this class means now in the 2024 class, you got Jamari Phillips already in there. Now you got Carter Bryant now. So Bryant is a one and done. Um, I'd love to sit here and tell you that Bryant's going to be a guy that's going to play here for five years or four years. Maybe he gets a COVID year, but he's not, he's going to be a one and done. But when you're at Arizona, this is the type of player that you need. And sci-fi or a sci guy. Oh, six. That's the point right there. All it takes is just one. And I think if you are Tommy Lloyd, you are hoping that this is the guy that just kind of starts that avalanche right there. And as we've always talked about in 2024 in um, in recruiting, it takes it takes time to be able to get development. It takes time to be able to get players that, uh, you know, the family can connect with and whatnot. And Tommy Lloyd got that now. With uh, with Carter with uh, uh, Carter Bryant, the one thing about him that you watch him and he passes all of the tests and you I can't even really think of a player at Arizona that I could really compare him to. I get that question a lot. Who does he remind you of? Who could he be like? He's kind of a unique guy. And as crazy as this is to sound, he is a guy that, you know, is one of the highest rated players to ever come here. Now, Sean Miller obviously did a great job of recruiting here at the U of A. There's, there's no doubt about that. Lute Olson, um, Lute Olson obviously was able to get his players, but as Derek Pivko so uh, accurately puts, um, this is the biggest recruit since DeAndre Ayton hit campus. That is how big this guy is. And I'm going to use this a little bit of a story here that I heard on the recruiting trail a long time ago when I was at, um, I was at the EYBL. And I was asked about uh, or Derek, the whole the whole conversation with Derek Williams. And again, Derek Williams wasn't a top five player in his class, but Derek Williams was a bad boy. And I'll never forget hearing uh, Dinos at the time, who big guy in the uh, AAU circuit, saying that man. He said Derek Williams really opened a lot of doors there for Sean Miller because he showed LA kids that you could go play at the University of Arizona, and not only could you play at the University of Arizona, you could excel under this new coach, Jason Tatum 2.0. That's for you there, Dibs, if you're watching right there. But. And I think, and that's what happened with Derek Williams. And how many times did you hear players, whether it was Stanley Johnson, whether it was Nick, I mean, whether it was uh, Nick Johnson, whether it was uh, a lot of different guys in the LA area saying, yeah, I wanted to be like him. I wanted to be like Derek Williams. Carter Bryant's got that type of ability. Now, again, I'm not going to sit here and say that Carter, <laughs> that Carter Bryant's going to leave here like Derek Williams is maybe the greatest player in his position. But again, 
There's a lot of similarities in there in that this can get the ball rolling. And again, we're going to talk about this 2024 class in depth here because there's a lot of different pieces here that I think we should all that uh, we all need to be aware of. And we got a pretty cool graphic coming up later. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the other players that might be in the fold. But what do you have right now? All right, you got your cornerstone in Carter Bryant. One player that I don't that we can't really forget about in Cord Lopez, he doesn't plan on uh, reclassifying, so it will be a year. But you know what? Sometimes that means that uh, uh, that means things that are even a little bit better. And yeah, Jacob, the uh, the graphic will be for a later show. I don't, I don't believe it's in yet. Um, but uh, I do think that. Um, we, we need to look at one player here first before we go into the 2024 class, and that's K.J. Lewis. K.J. Lewis is the kind of guy that I want uh, Tommy Lloyd to keep recruiting and to get. He's a top 60, top 75 kid, uber athletic, and you can fit him in there and you know exactly what he's going to be able to do. Then the following year. You bring in a Jamari Phillips. You bring in a Carter Bryant. You bring in a lot of different guys. And the great Ricky Garrett just put right there, um, I think recruiting just got a lot uh, lot easier. And I will say, yes, that it, recruiting did get a lot easier there for uh, Tommy Lloyd and the entire staff. Now, you might say to yourself, Mike, What's going on here? Where could I possibly uh, where could I possibly get some good food to celebrate this moment? And here's where you get that good food. It's at Mountain Mike's Pizza. Head over to mountainmikespizza.com or their Mesa Chandler or Tucson locations to place your next order. Reminder, new diehards get a $50 voucher upon signing up. Again, you can check out Mesa Chandler Tucson. I even saw them in Sacramento. That's how cool they are right there. And Tap and Bottle, as you know, we can see the Circle K lines coming in. Tap and Bottle, check it out. Again, Scott and Rebecca downtown do a fantastic job. Very proud to be partnered with them. Um, you can get Four Peaks there as well. Or you can go to the Northwest location. Either way, you name it, they got it. Check it out. Tap and Bottle, uh, both, both spots, great place to watch games. All right. So now the 2024 class is coming in. And this reminds me a little bit of everybody knew for the previous staff that Sean Miller could recruit. But I think what really put every what really kind of put everybody at ease was when he brought in the class where you had Caleb Tarzuski, Brandon Ashley and Grant, uh, Grant Jarrett. Three top 10 kids right there. At that point, it became smooth sailing. No better time to back the A. You're absolutely right there. Um, this I think is going to be that this is, I think is going to be that class for Tommy Lloyd, the 2024 class right there is that now you got a top five kid and in Jamari Phillips, it's, I think it's very important to bring up right here that Jamari Phillips is a, a top 25 kid in the class. And I think in hindsight, we're going to be looking at Jamari Phillips and saying to ourselves that, man, this really was a this was really the guy that got it going. Now, how how did Jamari Phillips get this going? And then we'll bring this right back into Carter Bryant. Jamari Phillips is a top 25, top 30 kid in his class. And we're working on getting he and his father on this coming uh, weekend, which will be very, very fun. Still working out some of the uh, still working out some of the uh, details on that. But we're very hopeful on that. But Jamari Phillips made the jump. Jamari Phillips looked at the terrain. Could have gone to UCLA. Don't listen to what UCLA fans uh, have to say. They definitely wanted him. But, and Jamari Phillips coming to Arizona. Now, 
What does Jamari Phillips bring to the table? And again, the reason we're breaking both these guys down is they're going to be kind of joined at the hip here and that they both played at the uh, they both played at uh, on the same AAU team. They're both very close. Close. And they have many of the same characteristics right here. And that one of them's about six, one of them's, they're both probably B plus athletes. And from a skill perspective, Jamari Phillips is a B plus across the board. You name it, whatever it is, Jamari Phillips has it. He can pull up, he can get to the hoop. He's got a pretty good handle as well. He's a great kid. And I think under Tommy Lloyd, you probably will find a player who I think you're going to find a player that after two years is probably looking squarely at the NBA draft. But these are the guys that Lloyd needs to get, because, again, I know there's a lot of frustration. Trust me, I get it with the transfer portal. We're going to be talking a lot about the transfer portal and what all of this means. I get all of the frustration. I really do. But with this with this unit, though, with this uh, staff, you got to you got to still understand, too, that. They know how to recruit. They know what they're doing right here. Now, again, maybe misplayed some things from time to time. But keep in mind, and this, I always tell my buddies this, he's he's early in the recruiting. He's early. He's in his infancy as a head coach right, uh, right now. So that's something that comes into play. When you're in your infancy as a head coach, you're going to learn some things. You're going to you know figure some things out. I mean, and I'll always use this example. Lute Olsen had to take wait until he was – you know, uh, had been to two final fours to realize, man, I got to start running a little bit more. I need to get better athletes in here or better, you know, guards. Mike Krzyzewski to win the 2015 national championship ran a zone. This is a guy who was strict man to man across the board. So great coaches. They figure these ones out. Now you guys are all smarter than me. Tyler Leo right here in 2024, Boswell, Dedon Thomas at the one, KJ Lewis, Jamari Phillips at the two, Carter Bryant at the three. Can't wait for that Duke game. So let's talk about that a little bit and what your potential matchup or potential lineups could be right here. Um, the uh, First of all, got to give a lot of kudos to Jack Murphy, our guy, associate head coach Jack Murphy. Um, he, is, he recruits his butt off. He, the guy doesn't sleep. And when I'm not bothering him shouting out back the A on 6th Street, he's recruiting kids. And you look at the kids that he has recruited, who he's been responsible for, and it's pretty impressive stuff. Kylan Boswell, Jamari Phillips, Carter Bryant. So, again, tip of the cap to Jack Murphy right there and to Tommy Lloyd because you really did a great job right there in in California. But now, again, we're going to talk about that 2024-25 team right now. Again, we're going to jump ahead because we can always jump back. What could that possibly look like? Kylan Boswell. I believe Kylan Boswell will be here as a junior. Um, he is a – I think he's an NBA player. Don't get me wrong. I do believe he's an NBA player, but I do think that it's going to take um, – I do think that he's not that that can't-miss type guy. He's not going to be a Mike Bibby where it's just a two-and-done. I think he's here three years, and it's almost to the point where he's too good, and you're like, all right, well, you should probably just leave at this point because you're too good for this. I believe he's going to be here for that 24-25 class. But there are other options as well, which we will get to, and we will talk about that as well. Uh, great point there, Ethan. Um, then you look at the shooting guard spot. This is where it gets fascinating. You could still conceivably have Pella Larson there. I know that Pella Larson declared for the draft. I expect him back, but he still has two years to play if he wants them. Then you got K.J. Lewis, who we just talked about. K.J. Lewis will be in his second year at the University of Arizona. Big-time stuff right there, I expect from him. Then you got Jamari Phillips. 
Then you got Carter Bryant. So all of a sudden you're looking at a possible perimeter where um, you're looking at a possible perimeter where you got Kylan Boswell, where you got Jamari Phillips, uh, uh, KJ Lewis and Carter Bryant. That is a that's a, a perimeter that I will put against anybody. And uh, Frankie uh, Tamio uh, talking about uh, uh, Kylan Boswell. I would be inclined to agree with you that he probably that uh, generally guys like that leave. But if you look on a lot of draft boards, you don't really see him uh, right there. And I think he's going to take a little bit of a stepping stone type role this year. And uh, six, I think sixteen points five five assists, something like that. And then he's like all world the next year. Thanks again, Cy guy. Appreciate all, appreciate all of the uh, kind words right there. So now what is, what is all this, what does all this mean then for going, uh, for going forward here? And we're going to talk a lot about that. Um, I think my main, my main question now is what do you do at that point guard spot? And we'll dovetail back to Carter Bryant. But, uh, Jacob, if you could bring up the Dedon Thomas highlights, because this is another player that Arizona is very much in. It's Arizona, Louisville, UNLV. These are the kind of – or, excuse me, Arizona, UNLV, and Houston. Those are the three that I think you really look at and you really wonder about. And as you can see, he's a pretty quick little lefty right there. And I like him a lot because I think he's a two- or a three-year guy, and that's what's fascinating, and that's what's also impressive about him. He would fit in perfectly. Let me repeat, perfectly with Chamari Phillips, with uh, um, Carter Bryant as a player who – as a player who – I think is I think generally is could be an All-American. So those are three potential McDonald's All-Americans right there. And it also and we've said this for uh, quite a while now that I thought 2024, 25 was or 2024 was going to be the class where we really figure out what uh, what Tommy Lloyd can do as a recruiter. Because keep in mind, a lot of times in this day and age, you've got you've got players who. uh they want to know a coach and just look at it this way. I will probably never, I know this is hard to believe, but I will probably never have a son capable of playing in the NBA. I know that's hard to believe, but probably the case. But if you're a parent though, you want to be, you want to be wined and dined essentially that yes, you've been on my kid from day one. And I'll use this example. We used it uh, before use football for, uh, and Tommy's left uh, Tom TLN. Yes. He's an NBA guy. But it's probably going to take a little while for Dedon Thomas. But if you're at, if you're a U of A, uh, if you're a, let's just say you're sitting there and you're a parent, and Oklahoma has been recruiting your son left and right from the time he was a freshman or a sophomore all the way up until the time he's a senior, you're going to you're going to say to yourself, "All right, we really like this." Now, if Alabama comes in. Obviously, you have to look at Alabama because they're Alabama. But I'm also going to be inclined to say that I think that uh, I'm going to look at the elite school that has been on my or that has been recruiting my kid from day one. That's where 2024 is, because all of these kids up and down will have been recruited for the majority of their high school career by Tommy Lloyd. Um, And I think that, again, I think that's something that you have to take into account right there. And I think that's something that. uh, makes makes a lot of sense. Now, 
Let's talk about the recruiting strategy right here. Uh, and Tony Olivero and modern college basketball. I don't like a guy like Pell at the two agreed. I don't play Pell at the two. I was just using him as a perimeter example, along with Jamari Phillips, Carter Bryant, et cetera. I, uh, um, I love him as a small forward, not a huge fan of him at the two guard position. Totally agree with you on there. And again, that's why the, uh, that's why the, uh, 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 the listeners right here that we're depending on are much smarter than me. So again, that's kind of where that's at. Now, the strategy of not offering a lot of kids, I'm, I don't love it for the transfer portal for obvious reasons that, you know, <laughs> Arizona fans have been beaten down from for, you know, basically the last week or so. I'm more, I'm more, I'm more okay with it though, when it comes to domestic high school recruiting, but you got to be able to hit. And so far, Tommy Lloyd has hit. He's at the top. He's at that top four. He's got that those four or five kids in that class that he's trying to get. Now, you got to be able to hit, though. And again, we'll tie all this back to the transfer portal here in just a second. But one good thing to know is the four peaks. Now, all of last year, who carried uh, who carried Arizona again? Um, the four peaks, big men up front. And you know what else Four Peaks is? The official brew of PHNX Sports. The best place to take on the uh, NFL draft on April 27th tomorrow is at Forest Peaks 8th Street Pub. For those of you who have registered, we look forward to seeing you there. Regardless where you are watching, make sure you're enjoying a delicious Redbird lager. Must be 21 years and up to enjoy responsibly. Okay, Ethan, uh, we're going to get to this question right here. It's a good question. Recruited by boys. Again, discuss Robinson as it relates to taking pressure off Lloyd. I'm going to be honest with you right here. I don't know what Steve Robinson really does from a – main recruiting perspective now uh um jacob if you could pull up the uh, flip-flown highlight that i have of zoom diallo right here i can tell you that he's recruiting this young man right here we have one quick highlight of him zoom diallo is as we've been talking about he's your kentucky type kid he's a one and done i think it's going to be difficult to get him but um again i don't know exactly what steve robinson does i'll be honest with you but I do know what Jack Murphy does, um, and that's what I'm just going to be able to speak on here, and that he's he recruits his butt off, and there's really no days off for him. And that's uh, that's where that staff is. I wish I could give you a little bit more. Now, TLN right here. Mike, can you give us a prediction on who will be the next player to commit to Arizona 2023 or 2024? This is going to sound like a uh, – this is gonna this is gonna sound like a real cop out, but I will be able to give you a little more information on that after the EYBL this weekend because that's when everything starts to open back up a little bit, where recruitments really start to take shape, and it's a little bit easier at that point to be able to uh, uh, project. I don't want to sit here and you know uh, just kind of guess on anything, and um, so I'm just I'm just gonna leave it at that one right there now. As far as the portal goes for, I know, because a lot of people want to talk about 20, uh, 23, 24. Totally get it. Um, I expect Pella Larson back. I, I would be very surprised if Pella Larson isn't back. I think that he's just testing the waters. I personally, for reasons that I put out there on Twitter, I don't believe that Pella is an NBA guy. Um, because I just don't think that the handle is really there. And I don't think the quick release off the screens is there to be a 3 and D guy. But Totally get him checking that out, though. If I were him, I would I would like to say that I would do the exact same thing. Either way, would love to have Pella Larson's future right there. Okay, uh, Tony Olivero, uh, Jacob, if you could bring that one back up there real quick right here. Um, 
Uh, you and Pella are awesome. Uh, thanks. Pella's a little more awesome than me, but I appreciate that. I just worry about our guard position for next year. Um, hate uh, how it seems. All right, so let's just talk about the guard position for next year. You got Boswell, obviously. It's going to be up to Tommy Lloyd to find some other guys right there, and he's going to have to be resourceful, and he's going to be able to have to find some players because, again, as we know, you know, we can be honest around here. Ryan Nemhart was a uh, uh, Ryan Nemhart was a he was a loss because he put a lot of eggs into that basket. But here is what I will say: Arizona has this to offer, and that's a lot to offer. Arizona has a a spot where you can put you can say to a, a kid that let's say he's in the NBA draft right now. And he pulls his name out. You can bring him in and you can say, man, listen, we got a coach that's going to let you run. We've got a point guard that knows how to get you the ball. We've got big men up front. We need to talk about uh, big men up front because we don't want to forget about those big men. And you can fit in right there. There's a lot to sell. But again, it's going to be on Tommy Lloyd, though, to be able to be resourceful about that because it's not the easy. You know, we're kind of at this stage right now where it's not the easiest thing in the world. Um, to just be able to prioritize one guy, but I think he'll be able to get it at, I think he'll be able to get it at some point. It's just going to take a little bit of a time right there, but I do believe that he can get that one. Um, now, so let's just kind of look in a shell then of what you're looking at at that starting lineup. I think you probably got two or three positions spoken for. You've got, uh, you got KJ, or excuse me, you've got Kylan Boswell, you got Umar Ballo. Then I believe if he can handle the starting, and I don't mean that in any pejorative way, you probably got Pella Larson at the three. Then here's what you need. You need a difference maker at the shooting guard spot. Um, I believe that, and I need somebody, and again, this is with all due respect because I applaud the job that Courtney Ramey and Cedric Henderson did here at the U of A. But I need somebody that's a little bit more dynamic. A guy that on generally on a given night he can give me 18 19 points per game um and there's players like that out there i mean you look at eric musselman he's been able to find him a lot of those guys have uh, obviously uh, chosen their school but again look at players that have declared for the nba draft i will continue to tell you that look at guys who have declared because i think there's over 260 of them some of these guys are a lot of these guys are going to be coming back to school and with the way the portal is right now they could they're going to have an option to be able to go wherever they want. I got to believe that Arizona is going to be in on some of those guys. And one guy that we can't forget here, and I've fallen into this trap as well, is big Henry Vasar. Um, Henry, I know, struggled this year. I get it. Totally understand. But look at him, though, everybody. He's seven foot. He can move. He can block shots. And I know this sounds crazy to say, but – He's also a guy that not only can he shoot, uh, not only can he block shots to a certain extent, he can shoot the three and he's shown the three in practice. Now, again, I need, in my opinion, I need somebody maybe slightly better than him next year, but I'm also of the opinion though, that he's going to make a big jump. And again, TLN right there, you know, right there, he's, I need a guy that can make that kind of a jump or, or that can make a jump next to him right there. So you got seven scholarship spots open. Um, we're going to see exactly what Tommy Lloyd can do with all of those spots. Now, I've had a bunch of questions about 2025. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll talk Philly. We'll talk Philly B. Um, I don't. Uh, Lost Highway just said, uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what to expect out of Philly B. Um, I would love to sit here and we're talking about uh, uh, Philly B being, you know, a guy that starts getting 
8.6 rebounds or 8.4 rebounds, something like that. But I don't know. I, I He's the one guy on the roster I have an impossible time projecting. But every time I do get food at Filiberto's, I always think of Philly B right there. So, um, Will, uh, that's all I can really say on Philly B. Um, I'll leave that one up for the experts to see him day in and day out. Now, one thing that I don't need to leave up to the experts because I can tell you how good it is, is pins and aces. All right, here's the deal. Pins and Aces is the official golf partner of All City and PHNX. You might see our good friend Jacob Franklin is a golfer. You might actually see him utilizing Pins and Aces. Okay, now they got all kinds of great gear, and you'll get tons of compliments on and off the course. Check it out. Also, click the link in the show notes to sign up for Keeping It 100 Golf Tournament at Dobson Ranch 526. Again, check out pinsandaces.com and use code word PHNX to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. All right. Now, uh, Jacob Franklin, if you could pull up the uh, the roster of what we have next year for Arizona, what we're looking at, that would be greatly appreciated. Okay, so here's what we got. And we were just talking about this. You got Boswell, you got Ballo, or you got Ballo, you've got Larson. Those guys are all, no matter what they're going to be doing, they're going to be playing 28, 30 minutes per game. And I'd like to see Henry in that 18 to 20 minute per uh, game range. I think KJ Lewis, I disagree with Shear. I think KJ Lewis is going to play more. You know, if Dylan Anderson's my guy, we'll see how that plays out. But that's the roster that you've got to start to kind of fill out right there. And again, don't sleep on KJ Lewis, everybody, for next year. I think he could be a pretty nice piece for what Arizona wants to do. Now, uh, one guy that I can tell you that Arizona is recruiting heavily and will continue to recruit until the end of time is Koa Pete. Koa Pete was uh, he, he'd been asked about this. I've been asked about this guy multiple times. Kid out of uh, Gilbert Perry High School, where Dylan Anderson went to high school, where Cody Williams went to high school. He's a top three player in his class, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if he turns out to be the best player in his class. He is a national ch- – uh, he is a – if you're looking at players that could be possible one and done and being the first pick in the draft, that's Koa Pete. He's in Phoenix. If anybody out there has any interest in that, I would suggest checking out Koa Pete down there at Perry High School because he is he's unique. Um, in my life, the best player I've ever seen in the state uh, was Mike Bibby. Um, I was young at the time, but you could just tell that Mike Bibby was just so much different than everybody else. And he turned out to be that way. Uh, Marvin Bagley was the other one. You know, I was wrong on Marvin. I thought he would be awesome. But Marvin's not a great college player, not a good pro. Koa Pete is probably that third guy right there. And I have a lot of faith that Koa Pete um, is going to be a one and done generational type guy. Arizona is going to be all over him. There's some other names as well in 2025 that uh, we're going to be talking about. You got Nelsie Harrington out of uh, uh, St. John Bosco and, again, some other players. But right now, the guys to keep an eye on, the guys to keep your name on is um, – see, I, I don't necessarily agree with you on this one, Hale. Uh, Hale uh, says Koa is top three right now because he was a man when he was a freshman by the time he's a senior. The difference, though, with him, though, is that genetically – he is an absolute. He's an absolute freak. He comes from probably the best stock that you could literally come from. He's got a brother who was a top ten pick in the NBA or in the uh, NFL draft. He's got two other brothers that played high level college ball. That family genetically are they're they're next level. So 
I, I would disagree there a little bit because I don't think that he's maxed. He doesn't he doesn't strike me as that. But I certainly see where you're. Uh, I certainly see where you're going. Now Tony Olivero says Lewis will be a solid sixth seventh guy off the bench next season. Solid defensive transition guy right away. That is something that Arizona needs. Arizona needs a guy that can you know go out there athletic. Shoot passing lanes, doesn't need a lot of stuff called for him, and be able to make some plays right there. So that's, again, that's what I'm looking for out of K.J. Lewis. And it's going to be my mission not to let people forget about K.J. Lewis right here. Um, Now, let's uh, one other uh, thing. And Kyle Dodd, if you're on here, you've been uh, (laughs) – I'll be talking with you. ASU's Kyle Dodd right there. He's taking this one pretty difficult, as I think that he should. Um, Warren Washington, I've been asked about him. I just tweeted it out. I love Warren Washington. Big man out of uh, ASU that uh, just ends, entered the transfer portal. He won't could be coming here, but I would definitely offer him. I like I like his game a great deal. But we need to get back to Carter Bryant, though, because this is Carter Bryant's day and what this means. But first, Fubo TV. You can sign up through the link in the description. And for uh, people still looking uh, uh, for cable cut, you should be able to watch your uh, your favorite AZ sports and shows on Fubo TV. Okay, you can watch the Wildcats on Valley Sports with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description to sign up for fifteen percent off your first month of Fubo TV. Fubo TV is fantastic. That's where it's at. But Carter Bryant, got to get back to him right here. This it is impossible. And Jacob, if we could maybe bring up those highlights one more time, that would be very much appreciated. It's impossible to overstate here what this young man is. Um, again, this is the guy that could play absolutely anywhere in the country. And not only could he play anywhere in the country, he would start it anywhere in the country. And you can tell just by looking at him, just look at the fluidity right there. This is this is next level stuff right here. You know, with uh, with all due respect, Arizona didn't have some like look at the pass right there. With all due respect, Arizona didn't have somebody like this on their roster this year. And that's uh, that's. Obviously, he's a year away, but that's something that you uh, really look forward to dealing with. Um, But again, got to give a big tip of the cap to Tommy Lloyd. Remember, everybody, again, I get the frustration with the portal and I get the frustration. You got to be able to even out this class a little bit. Totally get all of that. But I will say this, though, that the, the man is 66 and 11 as a head coach and or 61 and 11 and you're looking at a 2024 class right now that could be pretty dynamic that I think you're probably looking towards a five star or a top five type rating. And I think that will alleviate some concerns when it comes uh, to uh, Tommy Lloyd and the recruiting. But again, big tip of the cap to Tommy Lloyd, big tip of the cap to Jack Murphy right there as well. Um, again, three kids out of California in back to back years. Cause remember Kylan Boswell should have been 2023. So if you look at it in that vein, Kylan Boswell, Jamari Phillips, Carter Bryant, all five-star kids out of California. That's the kind of talent that Arizona, that's the kind of talent that Arizona should be able to utilize. All right. We have the head of recruiting tomorrow for 24-7 coming in, Mr. Eric Bossy. Uh, Eric is uh, he's he's been covering this game for a long time. He knows all the ins and outs of all the players right there. And it's going to be a great time to be able to talk with him and just be able to um uh, be able to talk about it. All right, Rich Carrillo, my guy. He said, unless uh, Lloyd got a signature on a piece of paper, Brian's commitment is nothing more than fool's gold. Rich, you're my guy, but I'm going to disagree with you right here because Brian's, a set, Brian's been 
Bryant's been Arizona's for a long time. Nobody else is even really recruiting Carter Bryant. To give you an idea, Louisville wasn't even at his games this past week. So I, I would feel I feel very comfortable that he's going to be able to go there. Now, um, so again, that's where we're at with everything. I'm going to sign off here again, but I'm going to be back here with uh, Eric Bossy tomorrow, breaking down everything you need to know about Carter Bryant, about Tommy Lloyd, and what happened here, and getting you ready for the EYBL, which is right around the corner, and that's where we're going to find out even more names. But Jamari Phillips, Carter Bryant in that 2024 class. Then you got to Don, hopefully to Don Thomas or Zoom Diallo, working on some other names as well. But again, it is a great time to back the A right here. Back the A, Arizona Wildcat fans. This is uh, again, this is awesome. We will talk with you tomorrow. As always, appreciate all you. Jacob Franklin behind the scenes. Back the A. We'll talk with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.